all of these organizations that were tied to Ravi Zacharias International Ministries are, are seeking to change their name. That's good. You know, you want to dis, disband yourself from him. But what are you doing inside of your organization to change it? To keep these types of things from happening again? I don't I don't really want to see any more articles about you're changing your name because you want to you want to disconnect yourself from him. At this point in time, the damage is done. What are you doing to promote accountability amongst the leaders? The Zacharias ministry staff were told that the organization had looked into everything and cleared him of any wrongdoing. The reality, however, was very different. The board of directors had not looked into everything. French writes. In fact, Zacharias had flatly refused to hand over his personal electronic devices for examination. I'm sorry, that's a flag. If you're not doing anything wrong, that those things should have been passed over immediately. Well, hello there, Radiant Fire Radio. This is your host, Christopher, and we have another update on the Ravi Zacharias scandal. Um, Christian News is reporting that there was a great effort by the Ravi Zacharias Ministries to silence whistleblowers. You know, this whole scandal that the church is going through, you know, I, f- I find it disheartening. I find it sad because there are victims and there are people in the church who are trying to cover things up that need to be exposed and brought to the light. And the victims who are supposed to be able to come to the church and receive healing receive uh, help or not getting it. And, you know, this is another plea, another cry from me for us to get it together as a church. You know, we have to do our part. We have to be able to toe the line and, and raise the standard inside of the church so that these types of things never happens again. I want to acknowledge the people who are hurt by this. You know, you, you're not a part of any sex scandals. You're not a part of anything that's going on you know but you as a member of the body of christ see this and and it just it pains your heart you know to see these types of things going on you have a right to to feel the way that you do and you know i've had a lot of discussions over the last couple of days with you know some friends and family and you know gotten different perspectives on it but no one can really take away you know, how I feel about this. No one can really get rid of it completely. And I'm not trying to get rid of it. My heart is for a a level of purity in the church that needs to be there. And I think all of, all of us who are experiencing these, this sorrow, this grief over this situation, you know, not only with Ravi Zacharias, but with, um, Falwell's son, other ministers that are that are not known, you know, who are committing these spiritual abuses. Inside, we just we just want the truth. Inside, we just want God to be represented well by people who are claiming to know Him and to, and to love Him. And there's so many. There's a range of emotions, and you know, we're not trying to make ourselves a part of this because, really, the attention should go to the victims. It should go to the victims' families and then, you know, to routing this out of the church. But, you know, we're we're a part of this process, too. And, and 
our voices need to be heard as far as saying, you know, this is wrong. And, and as more of us stand, stand up and step up, you know, people will be empowered to tell the truth. And I think the more that we voice our concerns, whistleblowers will feel like they have someone to fall back on. Whistleblowers, you know, inside of any organization in the church should know that we have their back. They should know that the other people in the in the Christian community are going to stand behind them because the truth needs to be brought out and these situations don't need to be covered up. You know, and, and again, I go back to the Protestant churches pointed the finger of blame at the Catholic church and acted like these types of scandals are not going on inside of the Protestant church. And this isn't right. You know, they're, they're going on in all of the churches and it needs to stop. Now, there's the argument has been made that there's always going to be evil people and evil people will be hiding in the church. You know, just like there's there are some bad cops and bad firefighters. You know, they're bad leaders in the church. So we're not going to be able to totally route them out. But we need to empower people who know the truth. We need to empower those who are whistleblowers to be able to feel comfortable coming up and saying, hey, I saw this going on. Is this right? You know, did, did my eyes deceive me? Am I being tricked? The whistleblowers really need to know that we're, we're there. And if, if you have feelings, you, if you have emotions about the situation, I, I want to encourage you to speak out. I want to encourage you to let others know how you feel about this because it, it gives the church a black eye. And the more that we stay silent about how we feel about these types of situations, the longer it's able to go on. You know, I remember listening at, um, uh, she's a secular person, Ayanla Van Zant, and she was talking about how secrets kill inside of families. And, and mostly what she was talking about was how one member of the family incests another member of the family and no one tells about it, no one talks about it, no one exposes it, and it's allowed to go on for years. We have to open our mouths. And when we see things that are lacking integrity in a ministry, that are lacking integrity in, in a brother or a sister, we got to speak up. We got to speak up. I'm going to read you a little bit from this article. <clears throat> this was written by Will Maul on February 15th, 2021. David French, a Christian political commentator at the National Review magazine, said that his friend, Ravi Zacharias International Ministry spokeswoman Ruth Malhotra, repeatedly attempted to get answers on the allegations against Zacharias, but met but was met with staunch resistance from senior leaders. When allegations were made against Zacharias regarding the grooming and solicitation of nude photos from a woman in Canada, the Zacharias ministry staff were told that the organization had looked into everything and cleared him of any wrongdoing. The reality, however, was very different. The board of directors had not looked into everything, French writes, in fact, Zacharias had flatly refused to hand over his personal electronic devices for examination. I'm sorry, that's a flag. If you're not doing anything wrong, 
th those things should have been passed over immediately. And those who were requesting those devices and things, if they didn't get them from him, that should have been a flag and, and things should have been stopped. You know, the, the bigger picture is now you have people's monies who are being funneled into these ministries and they're purchasing these trips. They're purchasing these things behind the scenes. Oh, I'm going to go preach here. But at the same time you're preaching here, you're soliciting prostitution using church funds to do this. The, these types of things should never be. The article goes on to say subsequent forensic inspection of his mobile phones conducted as part of the law firm Miller and Martin's wider investigation into his misconduct found that Zacharias had been embroiled in sexually explicit communication with a number of women across the globe. Just disheartening. Just completely disheartening. This was a great embarrassment to an apologetics organization with world-renowned Oxford academics, such as Pro Professor John Lennox, Alison McGrath, and its ranks. As French noted, Ravi Zacharias International Ministries was facing a credibility crisis, but that answers from within were not forthcoming. Again, transparency. Transparency about what's going on. Transparency about getting someone the help that they need and if the person's refusing to get help, here we are in a situation again, somebody who's charismatic, someone who has a, a good personality and is people friendly, is spiritually abusing people. And I have to go back to this Carlton Pearson guy who was out there, very well known, but decided to start making doctrines up about there's no hell and God would never put anybody in hell. And look where this man is at today. These are the tough things that we have to look at. These are the tough things that we have to do. And sometimes we just have to say, you're being disfellowshipped. You're being excommunicated from this fellowship because you're not following the principles of the Bible. It's not that you haven't been, we haven't tried to help you. You're refusing to help. You're refusing to acknowledge that you have this problem. And you, we can't any longer allow this to go on. I'm going to put the link to this article so you can read the rest of it. But these, this is another update. I'm glad to see that there were whistleblowers. You know, in my last post, I was concerned that nobody in the church said anything and it was just an intentional cover up. But I'm glad to see that this was not the case. We have to speak up. We can't allow people to be victimized in the church. We can't allow people to be uh, destroyed by people who have wrong motives. I don't care what kind of message you preach. I don't care how good your human hermeneutics is and how good you, you, you know, can expound upon philosophies and the gospel of Jesus Christ. If you're not living it, you're, you're, you're messing everybody up and you're messing it up. The penalty, the penalty that's going to befall people who do this, I don't, I don't even want to speak on it. You, you know where I'm going. You know what I'm thinking. You know, I'm having another thought here because all of these organizations that were tied to Ravi Zacharias International Ministries are, are seeking to change their name. 
that's good. You know, you want to dis disband yourself from him. But what are you doing inside of your organization to change it? To keep these types of things from happening again? I don't I don't really want to see any more articles about you're changing your name because you want to you want to disconnect yourself from him. At this point in time, the damage is done. What are you doing to promote accountability amongst the leaders? What are you doing to promote a system where people can expose things that are happening to them? And I know that this is going to get into deep in the weeds because there are out there people there are. I know that this is going to get deep in the weeds because there are people out there who are trying to extort money out of the church. I'm not talking about that. That's a whole different situation because if you ain't doing nothing wrong, you don't have no, have to have any fear about anybody extorting anything from you. But I'm talking about getting the ones who are doing something wrong out from among us. And if they refuse help, if they refuse to change, we, we need to start excommunicating these people. We need to start separating them from our ranks. That is the only thing that is going to rebuild our credibility. And I get it. There's a there's a, a method or a mode in the body of Christ that says we got to forgive and we got to, uh, you know, try to restore. What happens when the people don't want to be restored? What do you do then? There has to be a plan put in place. Okay, they don't want they don't want restoration. It's time to boot them out. What happened to Carlton Pearson? You know, different people went to him. They told him what he was doing was wrong. It's not according to the Bible. He he cemented his feet in the ground and said, "I'm not changing my opinion." He got excommunicated. That's what needs to have happened, and more of this needs to happen in the church. More of these excommunications need to go on, especially because it's it's polluting and corrupting the entire body. Let me know what you think. This has been Radiant Fire Radio. Um, still very much in distress about this whole situation. It, this is this is not good for anybody. We are committed to excellence and truth. We're committed to bringing the whole gospel to you. As we go forth in this endeavor in this hour, we pray that God would be with you. His prophetic mantle and his prophetic anointing would be upon your life. Please feel free to contact us at any time with questions, comments, or concerns. You can reach us at Christopher at RadiantFire.org. Like us on Facebook, Radiant Fire Radio Ministries. And you can subscribe to our YouTube page, Radiant Fire Radio Ministries, on YouTube.